This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. The past few months, we've been talking about the serenity prayer and we've been going through it line by line and dissecting the power of that prayer in our lives and seeing how we can apply it to our daily mm. lives. And so if you've missed any of those programs, I think it's the last three months that we've been busy mm, with this. Mm, mm, so mm. we invite you just to, to go back to the podcast. Um, if you want to look at any of, of the other lines of the Serenity Prayer and to, to listen to those previous programs, you can get them at kpulpit.co.za forward slash podcast forward slash into me see. This month we will talk about um, the middle portion of the serenity prayer that says accepting hardship as a pathway to peace and taking as Jesus did the sinful world as it is and not as we would have it. Mm, yes, thank you very much, Suki. Um, and uh, this is uh, probably the difficult part of the serenity prayer um, because we we really we face hardships um, sometimes on a daily basis, sometimes on an ongoing, uh, continued basis, and um, it's very very difficult to have that hope that peace will come out of this hardship, and um, and it's at those times when we find it very difficult to accept the things that are bothering us, the things that we are struggling with, with the hardships, because we sometimes think life is unfair, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. And, and indeed it is. Mm. But at which point can we get where we can accept that we are in a sinful world? Mm. Because that's exactly how Jesus did it. And accept the things we cannot change, yep. right? Which is part of the first part of the prayer. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I agree with you, Frederick. I know um, we've been praying this prayer for many, many years in uh, many of the support groups that we are. And always when we got to this place that said to accept the sinful world like it is mm. and not like I would have it. I stopped and I thought, oh, yes, that's very hard. Mm, And mm. especially as friends and, you know, I often uh, represent friends and family members of addicts in this program. Um, And also um, in the counseling practice, when I listen to other partners of of addicts, of born addicts, sex Mm, addicts, mm. um, um, it's just hard for us to imagine that when we got married, we prayed, uh, we married this person and we never could have imagined mm. that something like addiction would enter our lives. And mm. I remember for you and me, we thought that if we're going to build our marriage on Jesus, that it wouldn't have a foothold mm. in our lives. Mm. And mm. in sp- spite of that, yep. even in spite of our deep sincerity to walk with Jesus and all the following all the way to China to become missionaries, mm. Mm. It still entered our lives mm. because of the sinful world. And we cannot blame the sinful world. I'm not blaming the sinful yes, world and say it. it's not yeah. what we mm. had done. Of mm. course, we also sin, but we, are, we live in a broken world. Yeah, we do. We mm. do. Mm. And uh, we are often reminded daily of the broken world and the hardships that we face. And we always need to remember we're in a pandemic. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. People are dying, uh, people are getting ill, people are being isolated, mm-hmm. self-isolation, um, 
um, your mom, for example, just in this last two last month, lost two of her friends uh, mm. to COVID, mm. and um, so it's a reality. Mm. We in our hard times. And she's not able to get out, Frederick. I just mm. see the difference that it makes because beforehand she would have still gone to town with a mask on, but she's 84 years old mm. and mm. she's too scared. Yeah. And so we take her out for a little drive, but I just see the effect that it has on her mood. Mm. And mm. I can imagine for people like in um, retirement homes where I heard that they're not even allowed to leave their rooms. Sure. Yeah. That isolation is hard on us. Very, very hard. Yeah, and now we get to the point in the prayer where we say, accept the things, or accept hardship as a pathway to peace. And wow. at this stage, we cannot see how can peace come out of the pandemic. Exactly. I mean, we see all the turmoil. We see the struggle. We see the pain and not even the pandemic, Frederick. Mm. What about the economic insecurity, the turmoil in our country when we look at what's happening around and we see, you know, recently the looting in shops and things that we had never seen in South mm. Africa before. Mm. Mm. It causes a lot of insecurity and mm. uncertainty and fear. Yes. I don't know mm. about you, but fear became a real enemy of me. I need mm. to fight that fear because... Mm. It easily wants to overwhelm me. And that's mm. when the times when I need to run to Jesus and start just praising him mm. and worshiping him. Because if I keep put my eyes on, on the waves of what's happening, mm. I sink just like Peter did. Mm. Mm. Um, I need to force myself to continuously look up and take Jesus' hand and, and look at his promises mm. so that I can go through this time. Yeah, but then, then we get to the point where we accept the sinful world as Jesus did and not as I would like it to be. Mm. Um, and I think very often we have such great expectations of how the world should be. And when the world doesn't turn out that way, then we start becoming resentful or we start complaining. Mm. But that is definitely not what Jesus did. Mm. Can you imagine um, scripture tells us that Jesus humbled himself mm. to come from his glory in heaven and come and walk and get his feet dusty and become thirsty and become hungry, that he humbled himself to walk amongst his creation. Mm. Um, and he accepted the world as it is. He didn't come guns blazing and... Uh, Bible bashing and going to control everything and change everything. He had the power. He had all the ability to do that. But he came in and he accepted the world in its sinful nature. And that's exactly why he did come. Mm. So that while we were sinners, Romans, that he came to prove his love by dying on the cross for us. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, and that is where the peace comes in. So he accepted the sinful world, but he had a future vision and a hope that he would die for us and bring us to reconciliation and peace with God where we were enemies. Absolutely. And while you're talking about that, I'm thinking, you know, when Jesus was born as a vulnerable little baby, powerless, mm, I mean, mm. people had to feed him. Mm. Um, his mom and dad had to feed him and raise him. 
And the first time we hear about him was in the temple when he was 12 years old. And then after that, he waited until he was 33 years old or 30, no, 30 30, years old, 30. right? Because it's mm. three years then he was in ministry. When he just saw the sinful world. And I mm. mean, I'm, I'm, he only started his ministry when he was 30 years old. Mm. That mm. says something about... Um, I always uh, about Jesus accepting the sinful world the way it is. And mm. of, of course, when he got into ministry, he started working towards saving and changing and redeeming. And mm. that was the whole three years that he was busy with that. But I was often thinking, you know, um, remember uh, many years ago, I would say, I don't understand why Jesus wasn't this model um, uh small child and everybody looked up to him and when he was a teenager he was the model teenager maybe he was but we don't know anything about mm, that mm. there was no attention given the bible didn't say anything about that so he just was moving through this world in this sinful world and coming from glory from mm, from god mm, i can't mm. even imagine that must have been very very hard for him you know uh, one of the prayers that i've been coming becoming aware of is um that God is the ruler of the universe mm. and that he humbled himself. And from the time we heard of him in the temple when he was 12 years old, he didn't say to his mom and dad, listen, um, I'm ready to go into, uh, to stay in Jerusalem. Uh, the teachers will look after me over here, the scribes and the Pharisees. Mm -hmm. They've got a very good uh, opinion of me. Um, I'll stick around a while and then I'll join you later. No, what he did, he accepted their parenthood. Mm. And he accepted being parented by imperfect human beings. I just wanted to say, definitely. Yeah. Mm, imperfect. imperfect human mm. beings. And he submitted himself to their uh, upbringing and to their being raised by them. Um, so that's an incredible part of him accepting this world as it is, the sinful world. Let's take a break, Suki, and we'll continue later again. Thank you. Yes, Suki, you know, Jesus did have to accept the parenthood, uh, earthly parenthood, but also he had to learn obedience and that was not obedience learned through plain sailing, but through suffering, mm -hmm. through hardships. Exactly. And uh, that leads me to uh, what Paul writes for us. And he, Paul says, um, rather, as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way, in greater endurance, in troubles, hardships, and distress, in beatings, imprisonment, and riots, in hard work, sleepless nights, and hunger. That's 2 Corinthians 6, 4 to 5. And Paul is really telling us something here that's very, very important. Suki, what do you, uh, what do you read from that? Mm. Wow, I'm just thinking about riots and the things we've seen in our country recently. Mm. It sounds very familiar. Um, and many people are facing hunger and imprisonment and uh, lots of struggles. Mm. So Paul shows God's gift of peace in the midst of all those difficult circumstances. Mm. And life can be tough. Yep. Nobody ex escapes pain, grief or loneliness. Getting sick with COVID-19, marriage going through rough passages. Yeah. 
Our yeah. children rebel. Finances get tight. We get mm. retrenched. Mm. Friends let us down, betray us, or our partners betray us. Yeah, and uh, all those things are the realities that we are talking about in our program. Right. And it's not a question of ignoring those realities, but engaging in, in them. Exactly. Just before we do that, we get to that part. And we as Christians are not exempt from those things. Mm. I know before we went to Taiwan in 1994, uh, for the listeners who don't know, we went on a three-month missions trip um, in Taiwan. And I was praying Psalm 91 over us, and I thought nothing would happen to us. Mm. Everything would be fine. God is with us. He's going to protect us. We did it in your long leave, Frederick. Mm. Remember I those remember. three months? I remember. And in that time, the house where we lived in burned down. Mm. And that, to me, was the first shocking realization that God is not going to protect us from these harsh realities of the world we Mm, live in. mm, It was mm. a big shock because I was very angry with him because I thought, Lord, we went out in obedience to your call Mm. to go and take your gospel and to to these people in Taiwan and to learn about missions. And and why didn't you protect us? Why did you not stop that house from burning? But God didn't do that. Mm, mm. And that was my first realization of how we need to accept hardships and how much we've learned through that. I mean, it was terrible. I never wanted to have that. Mm. But how we came to know God in a deeper way eventually through the hardships. Mm. And isn't that what we testify about? Yes, uh, so true, Suki. And um, it it is not so much our reaction to those events uh, because our initial reaction was to avoid or to disown, or to deny, or, or whatever. Mm. But it's really our response to accept, mm. and uh, and then to take the next step to ask God to help us to accept and have a positive spirit wow. uh, for things that seem so de- uh, so harsh and so hard to be changed to peace. And that's not easy, eh? uh, not because at all. I don't know about you, but for me, I, I often don't exactly go to positive spirit <laughs> immediately. I wrestle through my own human responses. Mm. I I wrestle through the fear. I wrestle through the anger. But I think the big thing, Frederick, here is to engage in that mm. and to speak to God. We see that in the Psalms all the time mm. Mm. Um, mm. about David getting angry and asking God to kill these people and to, um, you know, to, mm. sometimes in very harsh ways. You can see his anger. Mm. Mm. And um, I think the importance for, for me now to engage in the anger, I think something in our religious upbringing said to us, but you can't be angry mm. when you speak mm. to God. Mm. You can't be angry with God. You mm, know, he's mm. almighty and he's going to strike you with a light of a bolt of <laughs> lightning. lightning. Bolt. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to do that. But to be honest and then to come back to my own humanity and to fall down and to surrender and to say, I'm sorry, Lord, I know I, this is your will and please help me to to accept your will. It's hard for me, mm. Lord. So many so, times I so say, difficult. Lord, you make me willing and able mm. To, mm. um, uh, to accept the things that you want me to accept. I and cannot to do your will. To do your will. Mm. I'm not mm. even willing now. Mm. Help me. Mm. Make mm. me willing. And, and, and it's really when we get to the point of facing the realities and accepting those realities. Mm. And in Romans 8.37, it says, Yet amidst all these things, 
we are more than conquerors and gain a surpassing victory through him who loved us. And, and I think it's when we start experiencing the conquering and the victories that we can look back and say, that was very, very, very tough. Mm. But now we have peace yes. because of Jesus' love, because he is there with us mm. and he has promised he will never leave us or forsake us. Yeah. But, oh, dear, to get mm -hmm. to that, accepting those realities. And mm -hmm. I think sometimes I just, I'm like an ostrich. I just pretend it's not there. Mm -hmm. um, I just I, I just don't admit that it is a problem. Mm. Um, don't you find that as well? Yes, it's so easy, Suki, uh, because, you know, one of, uh, one of my struggles and challenges of the past especially was avoiding conflict. Mm. Um, I just didn't want to engage in any conflict, in any hardship or any differences. So my first default reaction was to avoid, to flee from. And, and that is exactly the opposite of accepting there's a difference, mm. there's conflict, and engaging in mm. that conflict and engaging in a healthy productive way and a fruitful way so that peace can come out of that uh, conflict or difference. It doesn't need to be conflict, just differences. Exactly. And to accept reality as mm, it is. You know, mm, mm. I realize that reality is flipping hard to accept. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's not easy. Mm. It's easy sometimes to live in a fantasy world um, and to flee from reality. Mm. Because it's hard. Reality is not easy. And I mean, it's okay to read a good book because then we, we kind of, but, or to watch a good movie. Mm. But to keep on watching Netflix for many hours mm. and once, you know, one episode after another one to binging, mm. that is numbing. That, yes. is not, that is not just a healthy way. Yeah, but that is exactly what our addictions do. Mm. And they don't always necessarily have to be addictions, Suki. We can, we can numb by… With good things. With good things, mm. um, like going to work and, and working the extra three hours instead of going back to a home where there is maybe conflict. And mm. so we are using work to numb our realities. Mm. And, um, you know, so... Uh, but can I just add to that? Yes, while you please do. <laughs> yeah. And even with social media, mm. maybe, mm. you know, I know when sometimes we have a conflict and we struggle, I would fall into these social media pits, mm. I call mm. it, mm. like mm. getting stuck half an hour on Facebook mm. and just scrolling 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 right mm. it's also a numbing yes because the pain is so big and the reality is hard and then i flee or even drinking or eating too much yeah i mean, I mean it could be, even not be, even be alcohol but it's yeah. just um mm. you know one cup of coffee after the next one hey right right or um or eating sweet things not that there's anything wrong but you know just those are the i think people know exactly what we're talking mm. about when we mm. try and avoid to just run and to numb ourselves. And we do it, you know, um, we, we can rationalize so easy. Mm. Um, I find, I just say, oh, I just want to have some fun. Yeah. I'm not hurting anyone. Yeah, nobody sees. And um, it's, it's, it's really a situation where uh, we go into isolation, mm. we go into fantasy to escape that particular reality mm. and that particular hardship. 
And isn't that a point where we are no longer humble? Mm-hmm. Um, because um, we try to solve things in our own way, and that is when we go into an addiction. And then we say, I don't really have a problem. Mm. Mm. I mean, I'm just doing this. It's not a, it doesn't hurt anyone. Yes. Um, but I think what's so important, we need to um, confront our tendencies to deceive ourselves. Yes. I can deceive myself very mm-hmm. easily. Yeah. Um, self-deceit, and I mean, mm. we don't even want to say that because it sounds horrible. Mm. <laughs> but we do that all yes, the time. So easily. Maybe others don't, but... So I need to ask God to shed his light Mm. on how I tend to numb myself. And maybe, listeners, that's what we're asking you, that we need to sometimes get to a place where we can ask him Mm. um, to to help us to see those, how we deceive ourselves with these things. You know, um, in the book Seeking Serenity by Trevor Hudson, we often refer to that book and we have permission to use that as material in Mm. our program. Trevor Hudson, he came to speak to us in the beginning of the year. And we often use some of these uh, thoughts on his devotional as part of our program. Um, And he says reality is God's home address. Yes. And that reality is in the here and now, Suki. Mm -hmm. so I cannot fall back on um, my relationship with Jesus in the past or try and say, oh, okay, tomorrow I'll get into relationship with him. It's, it's the here and now, mm-hmm. as, you are, as Trevor says, in this address, the here and now. To face hardships as a mm. pathway to peace. Amen. Thank you, Suki, that we could have uh, had this discussion. and It's always very interesting, and I wish we could speak longer maybe in the future we'll have that opportunity and so listeners we're going to interview different people um to uh, during this time to talk about this topic so in this month so come back and listen more we're going to talk um, to specific people struggling with addictions and people in leadership uh, positions who know about people who struggle with addictions and we're going to give more ideas how to get through our struggles with addictions amidst hardship uh, and to accept hardship as a pathway to peace and if you want to ask a question or make a comment uh, send that to Frederick Suki at kpulpit.co.za Thank you very much listeners. See you next time. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za